Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. For the cheeseheads who want it fresh, and the ones who think Lambeau is a cathedral, this is Pax What She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney. Welcome back to another episode of the Pax What She Said podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Maggie Loney, joined as always by Perry Goldstein and... It is right around the start of the OTA period. You know, we're coming out of the draft. There's not typically a ton of news during this time. Schedule release came out. We talked about that last week with Tom Grassi. But then we did get actually some really exciting news this week that the Packers finally, after about a decade of trying, will be hosting the 2025 NFL draft. So not next year, but in two years, if you have ever wanted to come to Green Bay, Wisconsin, you will have your opportunity in 2025 to see the draft. So Perry, let's talk about that. Cause I think that is very exciting. It is. It's huge. Mark Murphy has literally been working towards this his entire time as president and CEO of the Packers. Like I feel like anyone who is like plugged in to the front office knows it has had two goals since he took over win another Super Bowl and get Green Bay the draft and he has succeeded and I just love that it's going to be his last year as president CEO he's going to step down from the position as all presidents and CEOs of the Packers organization do at 66 I believe 76 there's an age where they all step down Um, but he will be doing that a couple months afterwards I think it's in July it will be his the end of his tenure so this is like the big send-off big thank you to Mark Murphy for running the organization. Um, It's just huge also, I think, for other like small market teams. Um, I know Kansas City did it, which was a really big deal. But if like a Buffalo or another city like that wanted to host the draft, like Green Bay is kind of putting together like the blueprint to do it. Um, And you said it, if no one's been there, it's like college football. That's what it feels like on game day up in Green Bay. It's like a college town where the stadium's just like right in the middle of everything. And it's just going to have a very intimate and like different feel than I think some other drafts would um, if they were in a bigger city. Yeah, I mean, it's expected to raise, I believe the number was $94 million for the state of Wisconsin. Like the impact cannot be understated. I know some people are saying that, you know, Green Bay is maybe not the most exciting town. It's not like when the draft is in Vegas, but this doesn't just affect, you know, Green Bay and Ashwaubenon and like the surrounding cities like Appleton that'll have some hotels. This is insane for the state of Wisconsin in general. And you were right. The retiring age is actually 70. So he'll be retiring on his 70th birthday. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be huge. It's just like, I don't know if there's anything else to say. Obviously, it's a huge deal that the Green Bay will be hosting the 2025 NFL draft. I can't even believe it. Um, as an as a native, I want your take. Do you think is this <laughs> an infrastructure question? Has enough infrastructure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I'm, I'm being the... sarcastic, just so everyone knows. I mean, if this was like the seventies, obviously not the eighties, the nineties, like no, but you, I mean, I know like title town isn't really bringing in a lot of tourism as far as like hotels are concerned, but just the surrounding areas, like there's a lot happening. I think behind the scenes, the rush center being redone, you know, to host some of these really big concerts that we've seen in green Bay the last couple of years. This is, I think, I think green Bay is ready for it. I saw in uh, kind of the introductory presser with Mark Murphy and some of the people from like Discover Green Bay and um, some of the committees that'll be planning this. The goal is to try to have the draft stage on Lambeau Field the way that the Dallas Cowboys had the draft on the field, which would be really exciting. It would be free to fans to attend. So just, I don't know what, you know, the normal um, draft attendance is. Like I couldn't tell you how many thousands of people came to Kansas City, but thinking about, you know, 70,000 people getting to go to Lambeau Field for the draft is really special. And especially if you think about like what the price of tickets cost nowadays just yeah. to go to a game, you know, the Chiefs are playing Sunday Night Football at Lambeau Field against the Packers and those tickets are going to be multiple hundreds of dollars. So if you could go to Green Bay and get to see a historic stadium like Lambeau and not have to pay the price of a ticket to get to go in, I think that's really cool whether you go on night one of the draft, even if your team doesn't have draft picks the day you go, like to just get to be there and experience the football history is really special for any football fans. Yeah. No, Lambo is more than just the field, right? It's the hall of fame. It's all the history. And look, I was going to tweet this out and then I, I didn't, but I feel very strongly that green Bay is the Mecca of the NFL, right? It is the place it's, I would love to see if there's a stadium older than Lambeau field at this point. Like it, it's a franchise that's been around for over a hundred years. And now everyone gets to make the pilgrimage to the Mecca of football for this occasion that is inclusive of everybody, no matter what team you root for, right? Because you may not always get to go. If your team is playing the Packers at home, it happens maybe sometimes only every, every four years, or you can't, you know, it, the weekend doesn't work. Like now you can plan ahead and go if you want to make your, your trip to Lambeau for the first time, your, your pilgrimage. So I have to ask you then, as a native New Yorker, is this something that you would like is it an event that you have on your calendar? Like, do you plan on going or is this something like, well, I've been to Green Bay already and been to Packer games and I've experienced the city. So maybe it's not something that you are as passionate about. It's a good question. I flip flop because I have been and I'd much prefer to go to a game or even like go to training camp. I'm not a big crowds person. That's <laughs> the, that's all it is for me. I like, I would, I get very anxious and, uncomfortable and like large crowds and so I don't know how I would do at the draft to be quite honest with you with all the people but in theory yes I would love to be there um I think it would I mean it feels like a potentially like once in a lifetime kind of 
event to be able to get to. So I will, I would try. I love, I mean, you and I love the draft also and getting to see those guys, um, you know, like fulfill their lifelong dreams and get to see the future Packers get picked in their, in their home, what will be their home stadium. I feel like what could be better as an NFL fan? Yeah. Mark tweeted this out, I think, uh, but he was, we talked about how cool it would be to just go up for like day three, you know, like it's going to be like a lot more dead than the first couple of nights. The fanfare has kind of died down, but just still experiencing the draft, like in your city, um, pack a day listers, no Kyle fellows. He was at the draft in Kansas city. And he just said like, even though they didn't go down for the actual draft on night one, being there in the city and experiencing like the electricity and then going there for days two and three, it, it is like you said, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity unless the draft historically happens somewhere that you live very frequently. So if you're a Packer fan thinking about going or just a fan of football history in general, circle that uh, that late April 2025 on your calendars because it's going to be fun to see what the Packers do and see them on the big stage because we see them on the big stage for like Sunday night football. We see the NFL crews in training camp, you know, the dream drive and the bikes always get covered, but this is completely new. And, and I yeah. think green Bay is going to really impress people. I, I, I love that you brought that up because I always tell people when they're like, what's green Bay like, and I try to explain it and I find it actually very hard to explain the kind of energy and like magic in the air in green Bay, because it's like, like I said, it's like college. Like it's having like a suburban town with this NFL stadium in the middle of it and everything like is about the team and surrounds the team, but it still feels very like small town, small town and like family oriented. It's just like a very, very special place, even with how much they've built it up over the years. Um, And if you love football and if you love drinking beer, there's like probably (laughs) no better place to go because there's, amazing breweries around you can walk everywhere or bird scooter everywhere if you're like us during training camp and it's just it's it's unlike anywhere else because it's not just any other like major city right green bay only has a hundred thousand residents um and it can somehow accommodate like four or five times that when it comes to like game day and now the draft and um yeah i just i I plug it too so that people can have their like green Bay experience because I mean, you and I love it up there. Yeah. I am anxiously awaiting this year's training camp because I'm going to bring Benny for his first time. And I hope it's something that we make a yearly tradition. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Let's segue a little bit to OTAs. We know they kicked off this week. The first week of OTAs was scheduled for this entire week. They'll continue a little bit next week after Memorial Day. And then they have some kind of random days in June before the mandatory mini cat mandatory mini camp will kick off in mid June. So talking about energy and electricity and you know the kind of the vibe of being in Green Bay, I know it's it's a different feeling this year for Packers fans, but I don't think any of the excitement has gone away. Before there was excitement because you had a, a Hall of Fame quarterback under center and you felt like you always had playoff potential regardless of what the team looked like. This year I think there's equal if not more excitement because Packers fans are ready to see finally who Jordan Love is and what this offense looks like and what this defense can potentially hopefully be after so much anticipation. So any sights, sounds, things you're thinking about as OTAs kind of kicked off this week? It's just like, I know that we knew that Aaron Rodgers was, you know, not going to be QB one this season for quite a while, but it's still very wild to see, 10 you know the red 10 jersey as qb1 it's just it's it's starting to kind of like sink in as you're watching videos and the beat writers are you know posting on twitter what they're seeing and photos and it's you know qb1 to wide receiver one and it's 10 to 9 you know what i mean it's it's just it's very different um i love how young this team is like that's just what i keep coming back to is like look at all these new faces um so it feels like, I mean, we get limited snapshots of it um, just from what people post on Twitter, but it does feel like there's a really good energy about the team at the moment. Everyone's very excited working. Um, and you said it pre-show and it, I think it bears repeating. Jordan's been running OTAs for a number of seasons because 12 didn't come to voluntary workouts for a while. So this must feel like a really nice transition for him into that like ultimate QB one role. Cause this, this part isn't new, but it kind of has a new energy about it. Um, I think it's probably also worth noting that most of the guys are there. There's a handful that aren't, which again, to be expected that like a Jair Alexander, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't come to um, these are all voluntary, right? Caveat, like voluntary OTAs, but like you have Rashawn there working, you've got Eric Stokes there in rehab. Like you've, you've got like the majority of the team, has shown up, which is nice. Yeah. And I mean, I think what I, I always struggle with some of these interviews in early camp, right? Because most of the answers are like, I'm still learning my position, you know, as like a drafted player, but the, the Jordan love scrum was interesting because a lot of the questions, you know, were like, how does it feel to be the guy? And he's so poised, right? Like he's had this spotlight on him since the second he was drafted. And Aaron Rodgers talked about like pouring the fingers of tequila. Like this has been a story for this kid's entire life. And now he finally gets to be the guy and he's like, well, I've done this before. Like I've led OTAs before, but 
trying to stay in the same headspace. Like, he's like, I guess the only difference is that you're not really looking over your shoulder, you know, like they're, you're yeah. the guy. So you're not on edge. And I think that's really exciting because you've got, you know, all these young guys that are there, you know, and get to build a relationship with him. And I, I think it was a lot different in years prior where he developed so much chemistry with some of these guys. And then it was like, okay, now you're on the second team with guys <laughs> that, you know, aren't playing. So this, just the whole process I think is expected, but it's nice to to see him get to finally be, be QB1. Yeah. Yeah. And look, there's not too much that you can take away from this, right? This is unpadded. They're in shorts. It's like just starting the NFL yeah. program, but I do think like these building blocks are really important. And that's why I love seeing that like pretty much the majority of the team has shown up because they are, I don't want to say a new unit because there's so many returning faces, but like new in the sense of the starters Mm -hmm. who are likely going to take the field like week one, snap one, haven't really played a ton of snaps together. And so anytime you can get together, even if it is, like I said, in shorts, not padded, just like voluntary workouts is going to be really key to them feeling like a cohesive unit when it comes to taking the field week one. Yeah. And I mean, I think you can hear kind of which guys have stepped up. It sounds like Rashawn Gary has been really vocal, which is expected. Obviously, We love him. (laughs) Uh, He's doing really well. It sounds like in his rehab, it's exciting to see Eric Stokes back. Sounds like he's doing really well. Um, I know the tight ends, Jordan Love, some of the media have given Josiah DeGuara a ton of praise and said he's kind of stepped up and become the leader in the room, which is crazy to think about somebody who's only been in the league three years being that leader. But I think that this this offense being so young just has a really nice opportunity to mesh and, you know, Tucker craft and Luke Musgrave already seem like they're kind of inseparable. They talked about how they ordered ice cream and cookies and learned the playbook together in their hotel room. So just like the way that these guys are bonding, I don't want to get into the whole, like, are they, are they not rebuilding debate, but the players on the team. And of course they're not going to come out and say like, yeah, I think we're going to go one and 16, but the players on this team are so much more confident than any media perception that I've seen about what this team can be. And I think that's going to translate because I think, you know, for a team that we've kind of historically the last couple seasons criticized about like not bringing their own juice, like these guys have it and then some. So I'm excited to see how that translates into training camp, into the preseason, because I think these guys are ready to bring it and prove some people wrong. Yeah. I could not agree more. So maybe let's talk about who's not at OTAs. If, if if we can find it, the uh, the names I saw were Jair Alexander, um, Jonathan Garvin. I don't believe was there, which was intriguing to me since he's battling for a backup spot as an mm-hmm. edge rusher. Um, it didn't look like David Bakhtiari was there for some of the time. Um, it's mostly vets. Is yeah. the is kind yeah. of the answer, I which think makes Douglas sense. Was there? Yep. That's another name that I saw, but I think in, but I, I say this in terms of you can list out who's not there in a much shorter time span than listing out who is there, right? Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, we said Rashawn, like all the, pretty much all the vets. I, I think Kenny Clark might've been on that list too um, of guys who, who are not there, but it says a lot. I think that they all decided to come um, to kind of like, just kick this off season off with a bang. Yeah. And I mean, I think the, you know, Aaron Jones, a lot of these guys want Jordan love to feel support and feel like he's the guy. And 
you know, you could argue that there aren't as many vets on this roster as there used to be. Like last season, I think it was like, you know, actually I think Randall Cobb went to OTAs, whatever. My point being, you know, that a lot of the vets kind of take this opportunity to like train on their own because they have a certain schedule that they like to stick to and they work out and they rehab their bodies their own way. So the fact that it is such a young group, it's nice to see them all getting these extra opportunities because some of these guys could have very easily said, you know what, I'll get, I'll get plenty of snaps in June or I'll get my looks in July. So I don't want to keep, you know, reiterating the same point, but I think this is just, it just shows how much the team is buying in and ready to ready to rock and roll with Jordan Love. And I'm excited to see him come training camp when, you know, we're getting more looks at, at this roster as a whole, because it's exciting on paper. Like, I think there's a lot to like on paper, but it is obviously again, very noticeably young on paper too. Yeah. Yeah. You just got to get those reps together and see how the off season progresses. We are right at the start of this, right? We have so much more to go. Um, many, many, many moons um, building up towards padded practice, but it's very exciting to see some real football on the timeline. I will say that. Very exciting. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. It is. So really quick before we kind of wrap this up, I know our off-season shows tend to not be as long. The Packers did, you know, they, they kind of make some microtransactions here and there, bringing in a wide receiver, you know, cutting a wide receiver. Um, they, they signed Jonathan Owens, who is a safety. He was a starter with the Texans, maybe famously known for being the husband of Simone Biles, yes. one of the most decorated, just prolific Olympians of all time. Um I will say, sorry, just as an, as an ex-gymnast, she is the most decorated gymnast in the history of the sport. Yes. Like she is by far and away the best to ever do it. Okay. For talking goats. Just continue. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, but that, that did change kind of the outlook of the safety unit. So <laughs> we, we we should care more about her husband but here we are <laughs> i know everybody's like oh my god Simone biles is gonna be in a suite in green bay for like the entire season like what if you just ran into her a quick trip like brian she would never buy a breakfast sandwich but what if you just ran into her buying a breakfast sandwich like, uh. <laughs> but i mean so we, we talked right like darnell savage returning it sounded like adrian amos potentially was returning and now i think you know that's not happening at this point, but there's a, some of these position groups are loaded. You know, the, the bottom of the wide receiver depth chart, you're looking for maybe a fourth edge rusher at this point, this safety battle for these starting spots, I think is going to be the most intriguing position battle of camp. Every season there's one last year. Mm -hmm. I think you could argue it was the wide receivers. 
this year, and this this isn't even including Tariq Carpenter, who our lads has listed as an inside linebacker, which is interesting. But right now the starters are Darnell Savage at strong safety, which is interesting to me because I know he was typically kind of a free safety. And then Rudy Ford, Tavarius Moore, Jonathan Owens, Anthony Johnson Jr., the draft pick, Dal Nevitt, Innis Gaines, and Benny Sapp. That is a crowded room. Yeah. A lot of it's going to be the battle of the summer. Just like the spots are wide open, right? Like truly wide open. I don't even think you could say Darnell Savage is the lock. So anybody can show up to camp and show out and like grab that starting spot from, from under anyone else. It's going to be, I think like the one to watch. I thought some of the, some of the notes from OTAs have been interesting as well. Um, Sean Ryan getting looks at center was really interesting Mm -hmm. to me. He played a lot of guard last season in training camp. Um, again, this is our lads, and this is May 25th, so <laughs> take it with a grain of salt. I thought it's interesting that our lads from basically the entire offseason has had Zach Tom as the team's starting right tackle over Yash Nyman. Um, that's, I think, a position to watch. Really, you know, Adam Stenovich said the entire right side of the line is up for grabs from center on. You think it'll be Josh Myers? He was drafted high to be mm-hmm. the center taking over for Corey Lindsley, but that's that's an interesting one, and I think you and I would agree. I don't know if we really touched on it after the draft, but very, very rare and surprising for the Packers to not take a single offensive lineman in yeah. the draft. So They must just like who they have or feel like they have enough options in that room to find a best starting five by week one. Yeah, I mean, I think Goody kind of even said that. Like he said, look, if we were going to take one, we would have to take them really early. The way the board fell, we didn't do that. And then we wanted to give the guys that we have a lot of depth. Because I think he said there were already like 13 guys coming to OTAs at that point. So it's like, at that point, unless you're drafting the starting left tackle of your franchise, you're going to just roll with what you have. So, yep, interesting battles there. Um, How do you feel about the wide receiver room? Obviously, you've got Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and Jaden Reed. But then there's a lot of kind of fun depth, you know, Tay Wicks, Grant DeBose, um, Jadakis Bonds, they just signed. Uh, Bo Melton was, I know, Samori. a name. Yeah. So. Samori Toure. Yeah. Which this team seems to be very high on. Yeah. Um, again, fun. Like a lot of infusion of talent and um, athleticism and speed. And it's going to be another camp where I, I – Christian Watson, in my mind, has wide receiver one on lock um, unless something completely wild happens. And I think all the rest of those guys have the ability to grab that two, three, four, et cetera spot. I mean, this is like the playing field is wide open, right? We can the I actually think that this is going to be a really interesting offseason for this coaching staff and Matt LaFleur in particular into figuring out who fits what role who I don't love the word deserves, but I think it's the best word to use here, like deserves snaps over somebody else based on the kind of offense he wants to run, right? Who's fitting right? Who's working right? What combination? What's the chemistry like with Jordan Love? There's a lot up in the air here um, for this wide receiver room. So we'll see how it shakes out. Like you said earlier, it's very early. We've got, you know, the course of the summer to do it. Um, there's always camp darlings and then you see what happens during the season, but lot, the whole entire like wide receiver lineup is pretty much up for grabs except for number one spot. Yeah. I thought it was interesting as well. Again, our lads, May 25th, 
grain of salt. Um, Sean Clifford is listed as the backup here. And I don't know if that's just because he was a draft pick and Danny Etling was not, but I could be literally alphabetical. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so, I mean, I I did think that was kind of interesting. Sometimes the Packers roll into camp with four quarterbacks. So they must feel really nicely about the opportunity to develop Sean Clifford and Danny Etling. I know sometimes Mm -hmm. with Rogers, there's like a camp battle for that, you know, third spot. Um, So I would think they like both of them enough. And Matt LaFleur is kind of a QB guy. So interesting to see kind of how the splits are uh the reps are taken in in preseason but that's it's a conversation for august it is <laughs> well this was fun this was fun good uh it's nice to have football, football like you said back on the timeline yeah all right well any final thoughts before we wrap up this week and hopefully come back next week with i was gonna say more news but we don't really need news it's the off season no just got more our news. ota sights and sounds no i'm just excited that we're getting back into things. This is this is when we start to build up towards the season, aka the best time of year. It it really is. Hey, but you know what? Wisconsin finally hit temperatures over sixty degrees, so we need to uh, hang on to this this off season for as long as we can because when football <laughs> season rolls around, it's typically like in the fifties. So. Yeah. Uh, let us have this warmth for a little bit but that is all the time that we have for today's show thank you as always for listening to the podcast you can find us on twitter at pwss podcast you can find perry at perry underscore goldstein you can find me on twitter at maggie j loney you can follow the podcast on other social media platforms at pax what she said we will be back maybe with some more guests we've always got some fun friends lined up to hop on the show with us if you're not already make sure you check out what tom grossi is doing for the month of june raising as much money as possible for St. Jude. If you missed our episode of him last week, hop back and check that out because it is well worth your time. So that is, again, all the time we have for today. We'll see you next week. Thank you. And as always, go Pack Go Pack Go!